the sun come up, I'll be there to say what up in the morning. Brush my teeth, find that clip I've been looking for since last night. I feel so caught up in the bud. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Americans of all identifications, perhaps random pets that are in the room. Welcome to 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Resort. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Doe? Quick shout out to the newlywed couple, the Sosas, Alejandro and Claire. Matthew, I, as that might imply, was traveling for a wedding. Hell of a week to not watch a lot of college football, but I assure you I've seen all the highlights. I've read every athletic article. I've read every ESPN article. I'm ready to talk some football. Hell of a week. Let's talk some football, and let's start with what's closest to our hearts in the Big Ten. Let's do it. We had a pretty epic back and forth, depending on what side of the line you fall, here between Ohio State and Penn State in primetime on Saturday. Ohio State either escaped or Penn State blew yet another lead to the Buckeyes. Buckeyes coming away in Happy Valley, 27-26. What's your take? I think between those two options, the only conclusion you can have is Penn State blue. I mean, they played phenomenally. Uh, Trace McSorley, 16 of 32 for 286 yards. Yep. Two touchdowns, zero INTs, and then a buck 75 on the ground. Can't, you got can't ask to for win. too much more. Yeah, you got to win when your quarterback does that. I, I don't know what else to tell you. You know, some questionable play and calls. Let's, let's cool. say this. Who? About... Penn State closing out Ohio State. In 2017, they're up 11 with 5.42 to go in the fourth quarter. This year, they're up 12 with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. So with that. James Franklin, you got to close him out, man. You know, he took responsibility for the loss. What was that play call? What's your take on the play call? Everybody's boggled by it. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, not to get it. There were two timeouts. Yeah. As I said, Penn State blew it. You gotta, gotta close it out. I did for the first time see some vulnerability from the Buckeyes and Dwayne Haskins, and they looked pretty lethargic mm-hmm. throughout most of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see how they play when they come up. You know, Michigan's got a very good defense. Wisconsin, I think, I don't know if they have as good of a defense as they have last year, but they still have a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see, you know, long term with Joey or Joey Nick Bosa out. You know how that's going to affect the defense. Um, yeah, agree. I, I thought that impact really showed at the at the beginning of that game. I I don't know. You, you can't put it all on the the handoff. There's also the call to go for it mm-hmm. over the field goal two possessions before then, which would have given Penn State three more points. At the in the moment, I agreed with the decision to go for it. But you know, you're a genius if it works, and you're a moron if it doesn't. So. What are you going to do there? Great, great game. Third year in a row between those two squads. Ohio State stays alive. Penn State still to some degree alive. Now they don't control their own destiny anymore. They need some things to go in their favor. We'll see how that pans out between those two squads. Michigan came back down 17 on the road to the medium Big Cats in Evanston, winning that game 20-17. to 17. Yeah, dude. So thoughts? I'm at this wedding. I'm like, there's no TVs. Yep. There's there's no Wi-Fi. Uh, we're in the middle of nowhere, Maryland, so I have like no service on my phone. I'm like refreshing ESPN yep. like every five minutes. I am <laughs> somewhat relieved I didn't watch that game. Uh, everything I've seen about it, ugly. That said, you know you got you expect struggles uh, when a new quarterback comes in. You know he's Shea Patterson in the offense, not going to be lights out every single sure. game. 
questionable. You know, it seemed early in the game they weren't getting Karan Higdon involved as much as perhaps they should have. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the one thing I think you can't I say agree with that, but it's good when teams face adversity and come out on top. Like, that is always good for your team, long run. A la Ohio State at Penn State. I thought, I thought also, though, Clayton Thorson played perfectly for one half of football. Perfectly. So, you know, it's kind of like in basketball when it, when a team's hot and just light it up from threes and, you know, it's, it's like, what are you going to do? At some point, they're going to miss. And I thought in the second half, Michigan showed some resiliency on defense, but also Clayton Thorson came back down to the, uh, his human level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, we saw the, we saw the Wolverines roll despite the most obscure holding call in the history of holding calls (laughs) on Karan Higdon. Oh my! He goodness. got like tackled. But I don't. I agree with your point. So if Michigan's going to do anything late in this season, they have to be able to take games like this. So good for them. We'll see how you know the the rest kind of plays out for the Wolverines here. The Cornhuskers fell to zero and four. Scott Frost not off to the start he imagined after a forty-two to twenty-eight drumming by Purdue in Lincoln. Woof. Yeah, man. I mean, we've been saying it all. I mean, pretty much for the last three weeks. Uh, Nebraska has farther to go than people thought mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. And that we're showed just on seeing Saturday. it. Uh, you know, Frost, if you read his post-game comments, just really frustrated with his team. You know, I'm not right. – he could lose every game of the season. I think he'll be back next year. He's, you know, the prodigal yeah, son of returning. Of course, of course. Um, but, yeah, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> I, I, they're not bowling. There's nothing about it's this gonna, team. Evan, it's going to? Evan, they're on four. There's, I mean, it's there's nothing it's I see about this team that makes me think they're going to bowl this year. So, is Sparty a pretender? They took down Central. I, I've lost any steam I had on Michigan Directionals <laughs> about two weeks ago. So, one in four Chippewas put up 20 on Sparty. I mean, they won by 11. Okay, fine. Sparty's got 11 guys returning. Like, what's up, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. With how many guys they had returning on both sides of the ball, not just the 11 on D, um, I thought they'd do much, you know, much better. Could it have been the offseason distractions, you think? I mean, they have all these stars mm. on defense. The Lewerke's back. It's not like there's a huge turnover on the coaching staff. I'm- it's also a very Michigan State thing to start slow, be under the radar, have nobody notice you, and then just be – the hottest team in college football in November. And then just like pound so, the shit out of the Wolverines. Right, right. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. In other Big Ten action, we had Indiana over Rutgers 24-17. to Moving on to Maction. Not actually a Mac shout-out, but a CIC shout-out. The Black Knights are real, son. Absolutely. My commander They're real, real. pick looking better and better. Life post Armad Bradshaw. Army's not missing him. Um, I thought great, hey, fra- great win for them. Um, not a whole lot of defense to be played in the MAC, car, you know, and mass. But dude, uh, Buffalo was undefeated though. I, that yeah. was all outside of conference play. I thought the game would be much closer. I mean, you don't often see Army scoring forty-two points. You know, they completed like eight passes all of last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Putting up forty-two on folks. Oh baby, Army's gonna do some damage. So Army's gonna bowl. Yeah, dude, gonna hey. hey. I, I I see you, Army. And real recognized, real to a certain extent. Real recognized, you know, Buffalo. I'm, you know, I still think they can be a contender in the MAC again. Not a lot of defense played across the conference. Yeah. And 
how often do you see that Army offense? Not very often. It, it's not entirely shocking to me that they uh, found a way to win against the MAC team. Although the score, the the margin of the victory is surprising. Sure, and I think Army's legit, which I would not say about most of the MAC this season. We had a thriller in Ypsilanti. Uh The Huskies prevail over the Eagles, twenty six twenty three in triple overtime. Love it. I love love both those things. I know that Eastern came out on the short end there. I think that Northern, to me, is one of the contenders for the title, and Eastern didn't show me anything different. They have been, to me, the surprise of the MAC so far this mm-hmm. season and continue to play well against against top competition. So I, I, Eagles are going to be in the mix in November, I think, for the MAC title. Agreed. I mean, we're definitely going to call the Eagles, I think, barring they lose every game between now and the end of the season, which I don't think will happen based on how they're playing. But we're going to call them by far the most improved team in the MAC compared to last year. Oh. And, you know, we at least I was saying, I think – NIU is going to start rolling once they play their MAC games. They had a real tough non-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised yeah. at their overall score. I think they just need to get some oil on the gre or yeah, oil on the gears, and they're just going to start flying once they get MAC. I'm close game, but hey, I think Eastern's good. I think they're going to start rolling. I think they are still the favorite in their side of sure. the conference. Uh, Western ekes out a victory over Miami of Ohio, 40-39, to saving the Michigan Directionals on the weekend from going over. So congratulations. Is that two weeks in a row only one Michigan Directional has won a game? Because I think you'd, my... have to fact, you'd have to fact check that based on their records, though. Completely possible. And we had the glass house just absolutely shattered. 15-minute U Ooh. was embarrassed on our... Eating some crow. <laughs> What we said was a bogus spread turned out to be <laughs> far too small. Fresno State rolled to victory over the Rockets, forty nine twenty seven. Toledo's given up a lot of points, man. Yeah, I, I know they like. Okay, they played the U, then they played Fresno State. Two, the U, I take over Fresno State. Pretty solid, you know, FBS schools. Yeah. But yikes, man. I'm just, Y'all are giving up 49 like it's for free. I'm just going to blame this on I don't follow Fresno State perhaps as much as I should. Yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, I thought this was going to be like a 45-49 game or something, super high scoring. But, man, they just went out there and really shut down that offense that I think in MAC play is going to score a lot of points. Right. And then we in the other three games we had just some absolute – Demolitions, two of them Mac on Mac demolitions. Ohio uh, 58 over UMass 42. Ball State 52 over over Kent State 24. So hey, Bobcats are now back to even keel. A solid 2-2. Two and two. I like it. Solid 2-2 two and two as we into the heart of the Mac season. And then Georgia Tech trounced Bowling Green 63-17. to 17. Let's move on to National News. National news, in the Pac-12 after dark, we had two teams really show up. Oregon, to me, illustrated that they are for real. Stanford wasn't a fluke. Handily took down number 24 Cal, 42-24. And then Washington absolutely rolled BYU, 35-7. Yeah, I think uh, the voters just got a little excited about BYU's uh, fourth quarter field goal as time expires. Victory over Wisconsin. Um, can't say I'm too surprised. You know, Jake Locker, old man time, been there forever. Washington, favorite in the North, I think, have to be since the preseason. 
Uh, not surprised. I'm not riding on Oregon though. Uh, uh, Cal. Jake Browning. Cal. I'm not. I'm not riding on Cal being a tough opponent. I'm still not riding with you on the Oregon Ducks. Nice uniforms though. Really? Why? Wait. Say one more sentence about why you're out in Oregon. I just need to see more. I mean, you're saying it's not a fluke. I, I don't. I also love the quarterback play out of Justin Herbert. Fair. I mean, they do have love a good it. quarterback. You have a strong quarterback play. You put up solid games two weeks in a row against you know legit opponents. I. It's not like all right. You're out on Cal. They handle Cal. Well, I, I just Great. don't agree with Cal's ranking going into that game. And then, like, Stanford, you're saying, well, it's not a fluke. But, like, well, they lost that fluke. I mean, sure, they played well, but they lost. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not seeing it. I, I'm not out on the Ducks. Speaking of Stanford, Notre Dame absolutely handled them this weekend, yeah. 38-17. That is two quality wins. So I want two things. One, your reaction to... Fighting Irish over the Cardinal, but Notre Dame has now defeated Michigan and Stanford, two top fifteen teams. Do you like their wins better, or do you like LSU's wins over number ten Auburn and number sixteen Miami? I think I'm more impressed with Notre Dame. One because uh, their victory over Michigan. Michigan still, like two years in a row, has the number one defense in the country. Not to say Auburn's a slouch on defense, but uh, that's got to count for something. Pulverizing Stanford, who I think is decent. I don't know if they beat Auburn head-to-head. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, Notre Dame has also, uh, like they put 56 up on Wake Forest, for example. Um, impressed by that. Um, I just think they really have things clicking. Not to say... So the one thing that impresses me... Sorry about LSU's win is that they did it at Auburn. That to yeah. me makes it better than the other one. In that Notre Dame, both of those are I think both are quality wins and better than anybody else in the country except LSU. Those two wins, but they had Michigan at home, which was a seven point victory, and then you also had Stanford at home. This weekend is going to be the real tell when they go to Blacksburg and play Virginia Tech. Agreed. And the other thing I think you could make the argument for LSU. Is they're doing that with the quarterback that transferred in last year? He was playing in Columbus last, or excuse me, this year. He's playing in Columbus last year. Um, hey, all dude, Notre come Dame's on, do- come oh, on! You come out of the Columbus quarterback room. No, you're, you're good. But I'm saying that's as been far true as for learning about a and adapting to a new offense, a new school, yeah. a new system. I mean, those dudes playing uh, quarterback for Notre Dame, uh, Win Bush and Ian Book. They've been there years sure. now. So I sure I, I don't necessarily think you'd go wrong with either, but. Gun to my head, Notre Dame. Interesting. Clemson survived Syracuse with without, of course, Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. or Kelly Bryant. 27-23 over the Orange. I wasn't as freaked out about this win as, as everybody else was. It is frightening for Clemson's future that Trevor Lawrence possibly has a concussion what is being reported today as a neck strain. Who knows what that means. Uh, the most cynical side of me thinks that we're calling it an X train, but you know, we'll see. I don't know if the orange are legit though. Better because you need mobility in your Evan, neck. Evan, I mean, Evan, yes, an X train is better than a concussion. Okay, let me rephrase it. I don't know if a neck train is a better sign that you're going to play next weekend because you need okay a lot of mobility in your neck to play quarterback. I meant for Trevor Lawrence's long term health. Fair enough. We were approaching that differently. Understood. And West Virginia completes a. 
Good old-fashioned Big 12 shootout over number 25, Texas Tech, 42-34. The game I really want to talk to you about, though, you can say, yes, you got a Billy Greer comment? I mean, he's just the man, is he not? We'll see. We'll see. Evan. Lay it on me. Do you know what Kentucky's record is? Oh, my God. What is Kentucky's record? <laughs> Kentucky's undefeated, son! 5-0! 5-0! and 24-10 over South Carolina. Yeah? Like, let's go! How's South Carolina doing? Let's go! Are they ranked? According to Are every SEC oh, pundit, no, they're, they're great. I beat an unranked team. Wow. Hey, I'll write you a postcard from wherever wherever this bandwagon Ends makes up. it stop. Yeah, you'll be there. I, I'm going to get you a nice blue postcard, and I'll send it right if to I your I buy you a okay? single ticket to whatever bowl game Kentucky makes, will you go to it right now? Will you commit to going to it? I'm not going with you, obviously. It's a single ticket. I understand. Well, you got to give me two tickets. i got to go with somebody. Fair. You can take uh, a 15-minute girlfriend. Yeah. I take 15-minute girlfriend. Okay. 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 Bet. Okay. Boom. Done. Bet. Week five polls. You ready for this? Lay it on me. Dude, number 21 through 25 is all welcome Love to the party. It. we got a whole bunch of fresh meat here. Number 21, Colorado, welcome. Number 22, Florida. Number 23, North Carolina State. Number 24, Virginia Tech. And welcome back to the party, Oklahoma State. Had to create a quick beer run. Now they're back. Bon voyage to BYU, Duke, Mississippi State, Cal, and Texas Tech. Biggest mover was Stanford, who dropped seven after their loss to Notre Dame. Not a ton of other movement, but the love of my 2018 life, Kentucky, moves up four to number 13. Go Cats. Any takes? You know, well, one, I love when a whole bunch of new teams get ranked. So nothing wrong with that. I'm still skeptical of Oklahoma State. It could okay. be my Big 12 wow. bias. They just got back in. You're setting them back I know, out already. I know, so I harsh. know, I know. It could be my Big 12 bias. <laughs> but they play like no defense. I, I don't know. They, beat, they, they handled Boise two weeks ago, man. Fair. I don't know. They, Texas Tech also put 41 up on them. Kansas, you know I have a soft spot for the Jayhawks, but they also let the Jayhawks Stop. score 28 Stop. points. I just don't Stop. know if long-term durability is on Oklahoma State's uh, side because it seems when they play decent defenses, they get held to pedestrian points, and then they lose. We'll see, man. It's not very often where you see numbers 21 through 25 no. be all welcome to the parties. Where are the Bearcats? Because that's another team that's, that's five a good. Now. That's a great point. Where, where are, are the Bearcats? Bearcats? They Let's are undefeated. That hashtag. Where are the Bearcats? Where are the Bearcats? Okay, In. Okay, but I'm putting that on Twitter yeah, right now. Don't you? Right now. As right now. As the conservative tweeting. media say, don't you virtue signal? You got to pick someone to get out of this top 25 if we're putting the Bearcats in there. Who are you taking out? That Jason Whitlock loves saying that to Bill Simmons when he talks about. Uh, female NBA commentators. Like, who would you take out then? Oh, you got virtue signaling. Who would you take out of this top 25, Matt? Where are the Bearcats? Man. So, let's just look at those last five in, right? Who can Cincinnati beat? I think they can beat... At home? On the road, neutral site. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's a key question. That's a key okay, question. Okay, let's say, let's say neutral. Okay. Let's say neutral site for both teams. Okay. All right. Colorado. Probably. 
I'd give them they're also undefeated. They, they got that 21 because they, they're also 5-0. and up. I'd give them at least a 50-50 shot against Colorado. Maybe Colorado. 40 in favor of Colorado. I'm not that would be I think they beat North Carolina State, and I think they beat Oklahoma State. I would be worried if they faced off against Florida or Virginia Tech. Dog, so talk you're me asking me. Ledge. Talk me off this ledge. Cincinnati could beat Sparty. Oh, well, which month of the year? Uh, last week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Colorado gave up 28 to Nebraska. They did win the game, granted, but I don't know if that's sure. a great sign. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Natty could give any of the teams twenty and down at least a run for their money. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. They're undefeated though. Where are they? It's a great question. Hashtag where are the Bearcats? Where are the Bearcats? I'm starting that. It's going on Twitter right now. Speaking of tweet of the week, Matt, do you have a tweet of the week for us? Yes, sir. This one comes to us from a Mr. Drew Hallett. You can find him on Twitter at Drew C Hallett. Mr. Hallett tweeted over the weekend, unlucky scheduling for Michigan. Michigan will face three straight teams who had the week before their game off. Northwestern had a bye, Maryland had a bye, and Wisconsin is hosting Nebraska. (laughs) Oh, you know. Savage. David Jacoby says you can be mean if you're funny. If you're funny. That's kind of funny. And he's funny. Yeah, Nebraska... Who thought that that would be a tune-up game? I certainly did. I will say that. I never thought going into the season that they'd be great, but I never thought they'd be a tune-up game. They are very much somewhere between a tune-up and a bye week. So we shall see. All right. You ready to pick them? Yeah, let's hop into pick them. Real quick recap of last week. Matt, you went 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. I went 10-6-1. and one. Overall scores... 68, I'm 68, 35, and 1. You are 60, 43, and 1. Now, if people are saying, what's this one business about? It's because we pushed on the push. The Northern Illinois Eastern game came out perfectly against the spread. Uh, Northern Illinois won. They only won by three. Spread was three points. Ergo, the one. I think, not to get into every single game, if there were a theme so far this season, it would be we have about equal eyes for the Big Ten and national games, but where I appear to be leading the pack is in picking Mac games. And we oh, dude, you crushed me in Mac games. And we me, pick- it, it was not a good weekend for fifteen minute you picking Big Ten games. No, it was not. It was, it was but <laughs> I last couple weeks have been very good at picking the Mac. Anyways, hopping into this week, we have a lot of agreement across the board. We're kind of experimenting with new pick'em format, folks, so I'm going to go through the games that we agree on. I will just say who we're picking. So this week, we're picking, in the Big Ten, complete agreement. We're picking Michigan to win, Illinois to win, Michigan State to win, Iowa to win, Ohio State to win, and Wisconsin to win. That is even factoring in the spread, yes. Correct. Now... Uh, looking into Mac, games we agree on. We're both taking Buffalo, we're both taking Toledo, we're both taking Kent State University, and we're both taking Akron. We disagree on two games. Western is hosting Eastern. The spread is three points in favor of Eastern. I am taking Western. You are taking Eastern. Go. You realize it's Western minus three and a half. Understand. Why? I'm all in on the Eagles, man. I... I have seen nothing but inconsistent play from Western. I will take the three and a half. I, 
Hey, lock lock these guys up for me. Wow. Lock Eastern up for me this weekend. Wow, straight up lock up. I, I think I think Eastern straight up wins, man. Okay, so here's why I'm taking Western. One, they're hosting. Two, if you look at and the spread's only three and a half, so it's not like a huge margin mm-hmm. to overcome. If you look at the uh, points Western has scored, I mean they've scored a lot of points. Against Michigan, they only scored three. Okay, week one, you only score three points against the best defense in the country. Then you score 68, 34, and 40 points going Mm -hmm. into this game. Eastern, on the other hand, they've scored 20, they've scored 35, they've scored 20, and they've scored 23. I just think Western, there's not a lot of defense to be played. I think Western's just going to outscore them, and I think it's going to be by a touchdown or two. Moving on. Ball State hosting Northern Illinois. The spread is three and a half points in favor of Ball State. I'm taking NIU. You're taking Ball State. I'll just say, again, going back to what I said earlier, I think uh, NIU's record is ugly because they were just outmatched in almost every out-of-conference game they played. They're now in MAC game. They're going to get rolling. Yes, they had a close game last week, but I just expect them to build on that momentum. Go. Hmm. I I feel the other way about NIU. I've been a little bit down on how they performed so far. I expected a lot more of them coming into this season. I've been impressed with Ball State. I thought they played Notre Dame tough at Notre Dame. They're at home. They're getting three and a half. I'll I'll take a home team taking three and a half. I could see Northern winning this game outright. That wouldn't be shocking to me. I don't know that they'll win this game by four or more, though. Fair enough. Okay, jumping into national games. Uh, the one game we disagree, or excuse me, we agree on. Virginia Tech hosting Notre Dame. Spread is five points. We're both taking Notre Dame. Spreads in favor of Virginia Tech. Hey, Notre Dame wins that in Blacksburg. They're real. Back. Playoff, though. Uh, two games we disagree on. Number seven, Oklahoma hosting number 19, Texas. Spread is seven and a half points in favor of Oklahoma. I'm taking Oklahoma. The Sooners offense seems unstoppable. Texas, I'll admit, not bad. I just don't know if they're going to be able to hang. I think uh, Oklahoma's going to gas that defense early, and by the fourth quarter, they're just going to be go boom, 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 boom. That spread. Not so I expect Oklahoma to win this game outright, but it's a rivalry game, so you throw records out the window, as the Cousins have taught us. Absolutely. and You don't throw the offenses out the window. <laughs> you don't throw the offense out the window. I'm still pretty high on Texas after their victory over TCU, though. So I'm not shocked if Oklahoma comes away close here. I don't see them coming away over seven and a half, though. Fair enough. Last game, Matt. We might be able to do this in under 30 minutes. Number 22, Florida, hosting number five LSU. Spread is three and a half points in favor of the LSU Tigers. I'm taking Joe Burrow and LSU. You're taking Florida. Go. I got to roll home team here. Although I I believe in LSU, they have you know two of the most quality wins. I think the most quality wins in the country. This too also, if LSU's real, it's defined by this weekend, and I will be on the LSU train and say, okay, they're real. Notre Dame and LSU win on the road this weekend. They're real teams. Totally agree. I think LSU is going to win this game. I think they're going to win it by seven, which is more than four. I just think the spread is a little bit off. I'm into Joe Burrow. Despite what I said earlier, I think they're real. I just think Notre Dame's more real. We shall see. For the integrity of the podcast, we skipped one topic that I just need a, a quick – sorry, that I need a sincere comment on. Immediately following the UMass-Ohio game, UMass suspended head coach Mark Whipple for one game this coming up weekend after describing that one of his players had been raped while describing the officiating on Saturday in a loss to the Bobcats. 
I at least sincerely appreciated, one, the UMass quick reaction. Two, like a sensible, this is like not okay, and there's a consequence, and we don't need to do an investigation, and it doesn't need to be this like dragged out, well, like, let's get his opinion. No, like, you just don't talk like that, and thank you for doing the right thing, UMass. Huh. I have to say that headline slipped right past me. No, honestly, couldn't. So reaction, reaction to hearing it live? Couldn't agree more. You know, it's not like... I don't know if you fire the guy over that, but certainly you got to do something. One game? I mean, seems appropriate to me. Well, and quick and swift. Yeah, oh, yeah. and all those things. Absolutely. Just like, this is the deal. Like, no, you can't do that. I would love... This guy... Well, Ohio State Board of Regents is looking to hire this athletic director <laughs> from UMass. They need this guy. Fair, fair. <laughs> this guy. So, all right, folks. I'm sure once this gets edited down, it will be under 30 minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes tomorrow morning at the Water Cooler. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember the subscribe button so you never hit an episode. If you get a chance while you're there, please give us a rating. While you're at these water coolers, be sure to tell your friends to tell a friend. And then have that friend tell a friend. Join the 15-Minute U Nation. Subscribe, follow, give us a rating. We're also out there on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Gmail. Hit us up. We'd love as many voices as we can get in this college football discussion. Thank you so much. No matter what you do this week, remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. There we go. (laughs) Took you a second. You should leave that in just for the comedy value of that. That's funny. <laughs>